0: Welcome to the Love Cars On The Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell, and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to Love Cars On The Grid, your global
0: motorsport podcast roundup. Paul, (laughs) Paul, (laughs) Paul, Yes. Yes. I was about to say you got a hat on your head.
1: I understand now you've pulled your butt has been broken this is a very serious matter uh with big red bull up and it's the most incredible dominant run with one of the most amazing drivers of all time but finally we had a grand prix race Uh, more of that to come i'll take off this silly hat for those who are watching uh nascar the title runners (laughs) are down to 12 the final 12 with nascar uh there's a porsche one two at indianapolis for the imsa race the chevys are still leading the way down under there's only a two manufacturer race there anyway uh, the Chevys are definitely dominating. And the Bearnock Monsters, talking of dominating, and dominating or dominated at Alton Park for the British Superbikes over the weekend. And we go to Sardinia for some off-road buggies, the extremely off-road buggies. But let's have a chat about the
0: Formula 1, Tiff, <laughs> Adele. Thank goodness we had a race. We had oh, a race. Wonderful. Finally. Your sound's a bit echoey, by the way. I don't know, your sound's a bit echoey, Paul, but you know, keep going. It's just slightly different. Oh, well, Usually a different microphone. Well, I've been on the champers as well. I've been celebrating. I've been, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why it's your I, voice. Haven't,
1: I haven't stopped.
0: No, it's it. Look, uh, what's what a relief. What they achieved
1: was amazing. Incredible. And Max is incredible. Uh, but, oh, no. we, finally we had a, a race it was a close race okay it's a street circuit and you can say ifs and buts but Red Bull didn't even turn
0: up that was wonderfully entertaining I mean from qualifying which was so exciting right through to the end of the race you know we were all on the edge of our seats I mean didn't nothing actually really happen but it was one of those races that had so much potential you thought something was going to happen it didn't quite happen but but yes I mean I think everybody just wanted someone else to win nobody really cared they just uh, you know, I think sometimes they get a bit cocky at Red Bull. Max sometimes says, "You know, shall we give the mechanics some practice?" When he's winning by about half a minute, And then he says, "You know, <laughs> another win." When a sort of, so yes, I think you know, everybody it was a breath of fresh air down in Singapore. A breath of a breath of very hot and humid air. I mean, incredible racing around there. The fitness of these drivers nowadays is just outstanding. Um, there was a lot of talk, of course, about them. The Red Bull was slow because of there's loads of conspiracy theories on the internet. Because um, the Flexi Four a wing clamped down, they had a clamp down on the regulations. and clarified rules about amount of movement of wings. But uh, I mean, Red Bull said they didn't change anything, and in uh, fact, they, they apparently had a new floor idea, which was new for Singapore, which actually took off after uh, the race. So that really, and uh, I think we'll have to wait to Singapore to see. Wait till right. Suzuka. Yeah. To see whether yeah, whether there is really oh. any, any permanent problem with the Red Bulls, but I somehow doubt it. Look, any um, Red Bull fans that about are
1: list, listening and watching, you um don't worry, normal service will re- resume next week at Suzuka. So uh I, I had to <laughs> vent some of my my uh, jubilation. We all yeah. enjoyed
0: it. I mean, it was enjoyed. It's just you know the sport's no fun if, if nobody else ever wins, and uh, even though you've got a dominant team, it's great when when something happens. Uh, and it was, you know, from Q1 with Lance's strolls, you know, horrifying shunt. But um, were you watching that live? Because I think yeah, so many of us were watching it live. Yeah. And it's so much more of a sort of, you know, I mean, when you hear the you know, yellow flag turn one, they have a replay when the driver's already getting out of the car, you know, but to watch that on board as it happened, massive shunt. Um, well, and, you know, I, say, I
1: said, I, I was watching with Oliver, my, my son, and uh, I said, if that happened in Tiff's Day, the guy would be dead. And then they came yeah. on the radio and said, or the commentator said, if that happened ten years ago, they probably would have died. Which I don't think ten years ago, but yeah. not very long no. ago. It just shows the testing how yeah. strong these cars are. Incredible.
0: Well, that, that safer barrier, which is something they brought over from American NASCAR, you know, has that amazing deflection and, and takes so much of that impact. Um, and I, liked, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, that daddy, will, you know, can I have another car, please, daddy? I thought that this has got to be the end. Surely not. Stop saying now. that. He's proven himself. He hasn't proven himself enough. He's nowhere near Alonso. He's not quick enough. But Mike Crack, the team manager, managed to say that that crash proved Lance's commitment. He wasn't going to lift off. Uh, no, it proved his stupidity. When you got a massive... They highlighted how much lucky he, he had. A massive understeer. Yeah. And he just chose to keep it nailed. Um, of course it was the kerb that was his downfall So probably next year they've got to flatten the kerb more You can't have a crash Well if you go off the road like that you deserve some I know he doesn't deserve a massive crash But yeah Mike cracks said that proved his commitment which is, Or stupidity One of the two um, But of course you know, the, the, the crash then uh, Didn't ruin too many qualifying. But He put Oscar Piastri, Piastri out Which is a great shame you know, yeah. He dumped him out to, along with the two alphas Who were always out anyway and they're two alphas, honestly. Oh, I mean, I don't what know what are they what, what have they done because they, they, they've. they've well, they've, Poircher, they announced last week that that Teo their their young driver, who's had three years of Formula Two. He's finished fifth in his first year, second in his second. Year, he's won the Formula Two championship. I mean, hugely experienced. He's only twenty, but you know, yeah. he's a very experienced racing driver. I mean, look at what Piash is doing. Uh, we'll come to you know what Liam Lawson did in the race. Yet still, they signed up. Bumming Bottas and uh, Zhao. Yeah. and yeah, I, I get, get Zhao, because Zhao is the money. But Bottas, my goodness, come on! But is that the money? Do we actually know? We, we presume he must bring money, otherwise, mm. surely. I mean, it's it's so just because you see, Priche can't do Formula Two again. When you win the championship, you can't do it. So they've announced their reserve driver. I know, but it's the same as as Drugovic, You know, mm. he was, he's he's now Aston Martin's you know spare drivers so either you try to do Formula E or you go to car? or you try to look at Super Formula in Japan it just oh, it just if these all these kids are coming up and they're not getting the brakes it um. Yeah, but it I, it's, I, I, a, it's a great shame I think everybody,
1: One. I think everybody gets it they're, they're not getting the brakes if you've got the right drivers in the right seats but Bottas please tell me somebody tell me how Bottas is still there for another year, experience. It brings experience. experience. Oh, what brings experience? You, but Oscar and Liam have both proven that that you don't need that experience. You really don't.
0: Yeah. So that was good. And then Q two, of course, we had uh, all the drama of the Red Bulls not getting through. We had Max uh, definitely impeding Senna, but somehow getting away with it because the Alpha Tauri didn't turn up. At the there was another, I don't think it's again the Twitter's gone mental about uh, the Red Bull running the FIA, but. Uh, There was lots of goings-on because there was already an inquiry going about um, uh, Sergeant holding up Stroll, but as Stroll's representative was in the hospital, Stroll's representative couldn't come, and then they thought, well, OK, we don't need all representatives, and somehow they decided that he didn't uh, deserve... a. They got fined for blocking, but no grid penalty, but of course... Um, he didn't make the top 10, and of course ironically, he was stopped by the Alpha AlphaTauri of Liam Lawson from <laughs> you know, getting in the top 10, which I thought was brilliant. Checo <laughs> spun off in his pathetic attempt to qualify, but obviously a really hard cut. It's all in the dampest, but they had a, I've read today that they've, they've been in the simulator, the new surface at Singapore, and they, they tried to work out the, the bumps, they don't really know till they get there exactly what the new surface is going to feel like, and the shock absorbers, suspension were all a bit out of kilter with the, with the downforce. And that's what they were struggling with. The car was obviously, you know, a very tricky kind of drive. And, uh, so, you know, uh, Lawson gets through, Sergio spins, and there's always the Willie get more grid penalties. But also the traffic jams, they have got to, got to, got to. I mean, Awful. that was terrifying. Some When re- well, they did the replays at the end, you know, of the different... And some drivers were going through... Lance Stroll himself overtook about four or five cars to jump the queue. And I think the sergeant, i wasn't quite clear, he squeezed through between the wall and the pack of cars going at five miles an hour. Apparently, he was on a fast lap. I mean, Awful. it's just they've, they've got, got to come it. up with a well, system.
1: They, well, they did change it. They did change it, of course, at Monza. They said you've got to do a minimum track time. But then they took, took it away... away took That away for a well, it it'd be too dangerous because you got two blindsided corners, but it was awful really dangerous. <laughs> Something's going to happen, then they're going to really say, Oh, dangerous. yeah, oh, yeah, we should do something about yeah. that, shouldn't we?
0: Yeah, but then apart from you know, then so the top 10 got the Q1, the Q3 was just awesome, wasn't it? With the, the top three, eight hundredths of a second, they no would expect George to come to suddenly put that time in. We thought it'd be a Ferrari 1 2. Um, I took the mickey out of Ted because Ted Cravens said, "I think I'm going to predict, you know, that, that science will be on the front row, having <laughs> dominated free practice two and free practice three. Uh, we all expected the Ferraris from the front row. So George got up there was amazing. Lando, of course, uh, fourth ahead of Lewis. Lewis had a very quiet weekend, didn't he? And, uh, until the race, but I think maybe at the end of the race, he was the Mercedes that could have won. Um, who knows? But yeah, just so just so entertaining to the qualifying session, you know. Obviously, a bit of a crash. Obviously, makes more drama of the whole place. Tsunoda, um, of course, didn't get through. I mean, blocked by Max and Sergio, and Leah Lawson took the tenth spot. So,
1: and, and, well, and Ocon had a good was, race. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Ocon fan, but I tell you what, he is one of the best at overtaking because he because he doesn't care less really. Uh, and if you got yeah. that attitude, you're super hard to to defend against. That was the um, race. But was, I mean, was before the
0: runner. race, then did you did you see Conor Moore's latest? No, <laughs> I don't think our friend Yeri, who comments, should watch Conor Moore's. Conor Moore did an amazing. I mean, post qualifying. Because he does Christian Horne as one of his best characters, he seems to have got Christian absolutely loss, nailed, called absolutely nailed, you know, nailed him as well. Yeah, and, but it started with Max was just ranting, you know, Christian, how can you make me look so stupid? How can I look so stupid? I'm an idiot. What you going to do? How are you gonna fix it? And he sort of picked up a he smashed something, and uh, Christian, perfect Christian, said, No, oh, not the Spice Girls poster, <laughs> and it went on until eventually. Um, Max walked out of the room, and, the, and Checo was there as well. Every time Max ranted, Checo was like, "I agree, I agree." Very, so you have to find it. Conor was like, and in the end, Checo was left in the room saying, "I agree with Max," and then and he pushed the cat the hat stand that fell over. Then he picked up, "Oh, sorry, sorry, Christian, sorry." And then the, the best bit was the end because then all of a sudden, um, um, Daniel Ricky, uh, Ricardo comes in, and oh, oh, like us, <laughs> Jen. You have to sack Alonso now. <laughs> Must go, going? Eh? And he said, uh, and so Christian says to to Ricardo, you know, Daddy, you've had three months to harm Perez. You haven't managed to damage him. You know, you've still got Perez there in the seat. And so at the end of the, of the sketch, Ricardo picks up his damaged hand and said, Whoa, "I tried to punch him," and then he hits the. <laughs> no. You've got to watch. Everyone has to go. Apart from Yeri. Yeri, if you're still listening with us. Um, well, yeah, favorite, Yeri, um, if you are listening,
1: I'll give I'll, I'll have a little quiz with Tiff. So, um, yeah. Tiff, Max Verstappen. Who has won the most Grand Prix's out of him and Damon Hill?
0: Well, I presume Max Verstappen. What, do you what mean? about, what about, what about Grand Jim Grand
1: Clark and, and Max Verstappen?
0: Way, way more than Jim Clark. What about Jackie Stewart? Already. What about Jackie Stewart? Yeah, more than Jackie Stewart. <laughs> Nigel Mansell? It's a good punchline. I'm getting bored. They're more than Nigel Mansell. So, so so, four of the five most successful British Grand Prix
1: drivers of all time. And Max has already got more Grand Prix wins than him. He is, yeah. he is phenomenal. So uh, as much as I am, as happy as I am <laughs> that he didn't turn up this weekend, or Red Bull didn't turn up this weekend, um, <laughs> he he is a phenomenal talent, that's for sure. And what an amazing race. Great for Carlos Sainz. Um Good to see Lando in second place. I agree with you if, if Lewis was just let through because shows how on the edge they are because George stick it in the wall on the oh, last. No. I think
0: George did his tires on that chase, you know, but but it began with I like Lewis's calculated move on lap one when he just he just went wide. He knew he was gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I think of it pre- well it probably well it's not sort of new, it's gonna it if he got in a position where, you know, he couldn't get by but he just nailed it through. I was quite, what I disappointed you know, they, they give us these wonderful radio clips, which entertain us. I and mean, there must have been some brilliant communication between Mercedes and Lewis. They, especially when he said, you've got to get Lando passed as well. And why, why don't we get of that would have been so good. Oh man, why Lando? Man, I've got to do my Lando as well, mate. He must be well pissed off that he had to let Lando by as well. Um, yeah, but then we right. had the first half of the race, it was like, it was like a Formula E race. And that's, <laughs> They were all just cruising, you know, and they're all, how slow shall I go now to save my tyres? You know, the DRS wasn't affected around that track at all. Uh, it wasn't strong enough or long enough. And so they all just cruised up and, and then they're telling, telling uh, Leclerc to have a three second gap. So he's got to back up people even more. And everybody was just cruising but, around. At sort but of you half can't their do effort. that,
1: surely. If, I mean, then you put your foot down when they, when you know people are going to try and, uh, well, once, it, you've, but, got tires, once yeah. you've got the
0: tyres once you've got the tyres through a certain window once you know your tyres can, can make a one stop race then you start to go a bit quicker but it, it was I mean I know it's like a Formula E to the outsider it looks exciting because everybody's all nose to tail but if you know what's going on you think well this is stupid it's just a slow bicycle race um, ah, it, was, it was a good obviously it was Red, a good Bull, Red Bull went for the hard tyre didn't they because they went to go for the a lane longevity interesting they put Leclerc on the, on the soft tyre uh, in order to get the launch. I mean, that was just to make sure. I think he got by George into the first one. He had the softer tar. But all the tires seemed to make no difference because <laughs> they were all cruising around way off pace. <laughs> and it, it was only really when the safety car came in, which, you know, didn't help uh, Red Bull strategy at all. that They all went in. Then really, only, the race only came alive with a virtual safety car. And finally, you know, Mercedes took a gamble, went for yeah. that alternative. And then we had a really exciting race. One more lap um, would have been amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I don't I mean, again, Carlos was just playing with it. I mean, Carlos, with mm. mean, the fact that he was backing backing Lando, because so he, he, he knew that DRS isn't sufficient to overtake. You have to have DRS and a much better tyre. So, most of the overtaking was actually happening when you're a much better rear tyre, those two tight right and lefts. So you get, it, you do the dummy on one side, make the leader block, and then you cut it inside. You've got better rear tyres, you've got the traction. So, the only overtakes are going to happen. So with traction. So Carlos was quite happy to back Lando into his DRS to give him DRS so he yeah. could so he could stay ahead Absolutely, of the two cars with better tires. There was a lot of, um, a lot strategy, of strategy, slow bicycle race strategy going on. <clears throat> um I think so t- George did his tires. I reckon Lewis was the one that maybe yeah, might me the amount a better attack, but but did you, you George saying, did is, you want-
1: George was on it? So what's gonna happen, uh Tiff, when Daniel Ricardo's back? Fit? Will he get the seat back from Liam Lawson? Because Liam Lawson, no, surely you're no. not going to take him out now.
0: Not anymore. No, Liam must get that ride next year. Surely, but but um, I don't mean next year. I mean this back.
1: year because he's going to be back this year at some point in a few weeks' time. No, at the, end of the season.
0: Danny, how many races are left? Seven, eight. Don't, don't know. know. That's a guess. I don't know. Get, get your little seven out a seven. seven. The There's seven more races, yeah. Japan, seven, including Japan. So, yeah, they'll give Danny. Well, give Danny, they've promised him a chance. They know what Liam can do. In fact, perhaps now, if Liam stopped now, didn't do another race. So, so, now almost Liam's done such a great job. It might be better to avoid him making a cock up and suddenly thinking, oh, we might be better to use Danny instead. So, maybe let Daniel not be any quicker than him. And, um,
1: no, who knows? No, well, who, who knows? knows? But it'd be interesting. I would, uh, I would have Liam over Daniel any day of the week. Um, uh, but, uh, it was a
0: shame for Ocon, as you said, he broke down. He was had a good run, really good run. And Gasly picked up. Gasly came through pretty well. Didn't even picked up uh, what sixth place. And we have to say about Max, to be fair, because Max, you know, got his head down. Obviously, pissed off, depressed by his position on the grid. But he worked really hard. I mean, he nearly took what fourth place off of Leclerc. So he never gave up. He gave it his all, and uh, I respect him for that. And uh, almost could finish fifth from from tenth. Gasly was sixth, wasn't he? Piastri, Piastri, from seventeenth to seventh, um, and he was only three seconds, I think, behind Gasly, wasn't he? So he, incredible oh, job by Piastri. Yeah, and of course, he hasn't got the same McLaren. He will he loves the same McLaren as uh, um, Lando's got these updates in Suzuka. So really look forward to that.
1: They're probably the strongest he pair, aren't like, they? Oh no George and, George and
0: uh, Lewis would probably George the strongest and Mac, pair. George and Lewis. Yeah. Well now that Carlos see Carlos going back to Carlos I always thought he was very much a number 2 to to Leclerc. And so in my opinion he surprised me and uh, gone against what I would have said at the beginning of the season. He's turning out to be the strongest Ferrari driver which I really didn't expect. I thought Leclerc was would always be ahead of him.
1: Can I remind you that I did now, call, Peres, of course. Can was, I remind you that I did call Carlos at the beginning of the year and you called uh,
0: uh, Leclerc I'll i have, have to re-read that. I have to check. I just have to check that <laughs> out. Um, yeah, Checker by contrast to Max just made a cock up. I mean, he clubbed poor old Alexander Albert but got a five second penalty. Um, he finished in eighth, with well, he's eighteen seconds behind Piastri. Um, so Piastri came from behind Perez and uh, got eighteen seconds. I mean, he was thirty eight seconds behind Max. So Checker not being able to to do the same sort of work, and then Liam Lawson ninth and Kevin Magnussen tenth. So uh, those two Hasses qualify the top 10 was great. Another Amazing, story yeah. from qualifying that was exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, really entertaining. I mean, still, the problem of overtaking isn't resolved. You know, the problem of these tracks just being processional, and it's only when you get a tyre degradation difference that we're going to get you real racing. Yeah, but that, um, that, still that, a worry. That doesn't bother and me. It, to,
1: it was closer, Tiff. It was closer because it was yeah, but we to get rid
0: of DRS. The idea was, you know, that the new cars, we we would drop DRS completely. Now we look at the new Formula 2 car, which is for the next, I don't know, five five years, I think. They've just shown the new car uh, demonstrating. It's got a huge DRS flap at the back because the Formula 2 DRS hasn't been effective enough. So instead of designing a new car for the next five years that's going to be able to overtake without DRS, they designed a new car with even bigger DRS. So it's something we're stuck with, which is to the background, you know, it's a background annoyance of however close the racing might look as Singapore did. There's always that niggle that they're all processionally going round, you know, tactically saving tires. But it's don't let sort of not away from a brilliant <laughs> Singapore Grand Prix, which was very entertaining. It had me on the edge of the seat because I actually thought we might get a, you know, an overtake and a win. And poor old George Clipper, that wall absolutely gutty. I think some person said it was a lap before, but I think it was the same lap where Lando kissed yeah. it. And I think when you're so close, you, you're following the car in front. And you yeah. you, you want to be a bit tighter. So you want to be a bit riskier than the car in front, so you get a better line into the corner. With Lando kissing the wall, by being a bit riskier than Lando, he just clobbered the wall. Because when you follow when you you follow a car,
1: even on a big circuit, it's tough. You when you're really close following a car, because it's so easy to miss your braking points, and 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 you can get mesmerised, transfixed a little bit by the car in front. But around there must be, Uh, right.
0: It was epic. epic. It was over in America. We had some uh, pretty some average racing, really. I'm afraid. i certainly Formula One had the most exciting race the weekend. Uh, The IMSA boys with their LMD, what they call their GTP, which is the same as the World's Endurance LMPDA, LMDHs, um, they went to this IndyCar track, which is just awful, I've decided. I've given up on it. (laughs) They had a pretty processional race. And they've, they've had the IndyCar race there, NASCAR races there, IMSA race there, and all produced dull races. And the, the trouble is it's got no character. You, you realise when you watch Indy that there's that huge, long straight, which is part of the of the Indy track, of course. and the infield, they go twiddle, 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 they come back out again. There's, there's no elevation change. And you think about all the great sports cars, or Brands Hatch or... Uh, I mean, Silverstone's a bit of a problem. They haven't got that much elevation change. Some of those American tracks are uphill, downhill.
1: Donington, um, Coy, and circus, of course, uh, 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 Laguna, Yeah,
0: safer, yeah Donington. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's just... And it doesn't create good racing. There's a lot of traffic. at 48 cars with all the different classes and spa. so through the woodly... A lot of...
1: Spa. spa. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I would suggest that you just keep Indianapolis for as it was, which is the one race a year, the great Indy 500 where the track is epic. But... No, I'm sorry, Americans. Your, your IndyCar road course is rubbish. So we're down anyway, to twelve out. now. We're <laughs> yeah. down to twelve. What's what's Pens-
1: happening? Well, that's
0: NASCAR. We've not got to NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR. Yeah, I'm sorry, inside. Sorry, you're Incent. rushing ahead. <laughs> you're rushing me forward. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just yeah.
1: I did, watch, the I did dark, watch some of the inside. I did watch it. I, uh, I like well, the car. They look amazing. We do have they to
0: look cr- congratulate uh, Penske on their one-two for Porsche, the factory Porsche, for Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Tandy the British driver was the leading pair with Mathieu Jaminet the French driver they actually really got a lucky break because Philippe Nasser and the other Penske Porsche fell off on his outlap and lost a lot of time uh, they finished second with Australian Matt Chatham but Campbell Did, didn't you do uh, that in 1986
1: Nick, so was, didn't you do that in 1986 Le Mans out of the, out your
0: outlap I might have done <laughs> I don't think that was necessary this story <laughs> it was not necessary at all I'll continue now. The <laughs> British driver Nick Yelloly, who we often comment on, he's off. He's had a winning in touring GT threes in Spa and GT things. The, the factory BMW drive. he finished third along with his American Connor D. Filippi, but not a very exciting race.
1: But good looking car. Yeah, it was
0: Le Mans. What was Le Mans 1988
1: yeah. actually? 88 was it? I'll, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> I'll bring yes. that up again. Thank you. No doubt. Thank you. I'm waiting uh, half an hour, again. waiting yeah, half an hour in the kitty litter yeah. to, to get. Yeah. To get yeah. yeah. Out. I only know that because you reminded me of yeah. my little braid yeah. lap that I crashed right. on as well.
0: Anyway. Okay. <laughs> The, uh, the the last of the three rounds of the, the NASCAR eliminations to drop it from 16 to 12, which we thought might be really exciting around the Bristol half-mile bowl, turned out to be a bit of a damp squid of a firework in the end. Because quite early on, uh, Joey Logano was involved at Crash, which put him out. Uh, one former champion out. And then also Kevin Harvick was off the pace, another champion out. So two champions uh, dropped out of the 16, joining Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Michael McDowell. Um, and then the race itself turned out to be a bit of damp, school. there's no yellows towards the end, dirty den, nobody likes Deddy Hamlin, dirty den being a very English joke for the East Enders star, which the Americans won't know what I'm talking about, uh, but they'll call him Dirt, they boo him, he's the the most booed driver now if he put last in the wall, Unfortunately, Carl Larson couldn't get close. There were no um, yellows towards the end, so it was like a three-second gap with Carl Larson, who was the second-best car. We were hoping there would be a green and Larson could put Hamlin in the wall. Retribution. But it didn't happen, so it ended with another Denny Hamlin win. Dirty now again, they move on. wins again. Yes. <laughs> um, then down under we go from USA, Australia. So remind we're us, we've got, Chevy- we got the Chevys and we've got the... Chevrolet Camaras and Ford Mustangs, okay. the two homologated cars, yeah. with about sort of, 36, so big fields, 40 cars, 36 cars, huge fields. But again, whereas the mid-season, the, the Ford seemed to have caught up a bit, they'd changed the balance of power and balance of aero and balance of this and balance of that. Um, but the Camaras came first five places. It's a two-driver race. There's a couple of two-driver races coming up. This is the Sandown 500. Um and funny enough, all the lead drivers, the first three, are the three lead drivers in the championship. Because uh, Brock Feeney won it with help from Jamie Winkup. Brody Kostecki was second with help from David Russell. And Shane Van Gisbergen uh, with help from uh, Richie Stanaway. Came from 17th to 3rd uh, to keep his championship hopes alive. Because wow. it's, um, Kostecki, Kostecki leads the championship from Gisbergen, from Feeney. With three rounds to go, which including next up the the Great Bathurst the 1000 Ks. So well, that's my, always spectacular on telly. That's worth staying up at night for to watch the Bathurst 1000.
1: My nephews who listen avidly to this will be at the Bathurst. So hello to Lewis and Thomas and uh,
0: and gang. But we'll it's definitely going to be Chevy driver wins. Um, Backo, back British Superbikes for yeah, Alton Park. Entertaining oh, Park. I love it. Whoa. I'm really into it but now. It was I'm glad I'm glad you got me into it. Thank you. The, the beer monster Gattys were back on top, but only just, they won all three races, but they were all controversial spectacles. The battle of the championship was between those two riders, Tommy Bridewell and uh, Glenn Irwin. Uh, and the f- first race, they'd swapped the lead, I think twice on the last lap, the two of them, uh, until Bridewell broke himself down to the chicane at the back and dropped to fourth place, leaving Glenn Irwin to win. Um, the second race, there was all sorts of controversy against. Bridewell tend to be the leading rider, Irwin chasing hard and overtaking. Um, but it was a big shunt. They had a safety car at the restart. And Bridewell went too soon, realised he was going to catch the pace car, which, of course, you've got to let the safety car, pace car, slash, whatever it is, uh, into the pit lane before you catch it. So you had to put on the brakes... <laughs> And of course, you're not allowed to break. And the other riders then that had anticipated it correctly were all on full speed. Mm. So they all sort of swamped Brianwell and it all came to control. So the was given a, a, a penalty, which he couldn't take because it was the last lap. It was just a run to the finish. But I think he crossed the line, I don't know where. So I think he crossed the line seconds, Do He should know better seconds. than that. Too. Any driver should know better than that. He just misjudged it. He just yeah. misjudged it. So he got, a, he got a penalty, which dropped into six. So, having I mean, nearly won the first race, we made a mistake. They nearly won the second race, we made a mistake. Now, Tommy Bridewell finally won the last race. So, Erwin had two wins and a second in that last race. And they're now separated by half a point. <laughs> they're like, I think it's 360 against 360.5. Uh-oh, Quite the way you, where yeah. it is. it's Erwin that leads. Where he got the point 0.5 from, it must have been some sort of a shortened race. Um, so there was, was two rounds to go there. I think, where do they go? The Brands is one, I think maybe Silverstone next. So very exciting. It was going to be a beer party at the end, but who is on top of the podium at the end? Who knows? A big, big up for Lee Jackson Kawasaki. He must be a bit frustrated, bridesmaid. He had um, two seconds and a third. So wherever the beers were, uh, Jackson was the man chasing as hard as he could. But uh, spectacular stuff around Alton Park. Good. There were some um, June buggies in Sardinia, as I said promised, but I don't think anybody bothered to watch. And if you did, as I did check it on YouTube today, um, it was all about dust and um, going through water splashes and windscreen wipers breaking and and lots of commentary shoutings, lots of shouting, shouting. Maybe we should do our podcast in sort of that manner. It seems to be the trendy way to go, shouldn't it? Anyway someone won and someone didn't and they all look wet they're all look cheering no spectators watching and i don't think many people are watching it on tinternet anymore either let us know down below it's, do, it, it, it's short, it's let dead, us know down it? below it's, is anyone watching it well we yeah, But they, they say i mean i say it's dead because i don't know how they're sponsoring it or funding it um but they've launched their new hydrogen version so they, they boldly go forth
1: which I, which I so, think is a good thing. 2020, th- 2026, I think that is. Uh, is it? I don't
0: know. Soon, anyway. I don't know. I don't know. So that was mostly international. So lots of little single-seaters going around. Monza crashing into each other. If you look at YouTube, plenty of crashing going on. Um, and there were, of course... Um, Japanese GT we don't talk about. Which yeah, some single-seaters
1: up at Anglesey as well. Louise, Louise Decent did well um,
0: in, in Formula Ford. So, yeah, there's there's plenty, plenty of motorsport going on. What's there's always on? plenty of club racing. What's
1: going on? Well, yeah, next exactly. week, of
0: course, we go off to Suzuka. But Suzuka is another no-overtaking circuit. So, again, it'll be spectacular. And the drivers love it. Look, quite often, you get these circuits that aren't good for racing. But as a driver, you love it. I mean, I've raced so much in Suzuki because I raced a like, lot in Japan in Formula 2 with a group of C cars.
1: Is the track the same now? Epic pretty much
0: track on your own. Yeah, yeah. They, they yep. ruined a couple of corners to take the walls further away. And of course, where there's now a chicane, the last lap chicane, which causes all the controversy, it was flat out over the brow. It was an epic. We came out of the 130R, which they made easier now because it was too dangerous. They made it an easier corner. Um and then, if you've got an extra two miles an hour to one thirty R, you went over that crest. So it was a right-hand curve where the chicane now sits, and sort of halfway down the pit. You'd then be overtaking with the slipstream in a natural overtake. But now it's just that I mean, the chicane now just causes controversy because it's the classic, the same as at Monza, where because the, the leader blocks the inside line, you yes. outbreak him down the outside. You get half a way—is he fully ahead? And then you all yep. turn into the chicane, and then. If they clash, the guy overtaking short cuts the chicane and on the radio, he pushed me out, he pushed me out. And that's the only overtaking spot, pretty much, when your tyres are equal grip. So it's it's going to be a procession again, so it's qualifying is so important. Uh, and again, you know, just keeping your tyres fit. So, I don't know, another circuit which is spectacular to watch, but I don't expect much overtaking going you know, on, but it does happen past the pits when you've got better traction coming out of the chicane because you've got better tires, then use the DRS, then overtaking is possible. And no doubt, the motor GP boys Red Bull will be back with a vengeance, no doubt. They'll be back very much with a vengeance. Uh, motor GP boys, then in India, the Buddha circuit, which was the Formula One track, I think, about, God, that was a long time ago. We had an Indian Grand Prix, wasn't it? Five, what six, seven What if you win in India? You won something in India, didn't you? You are looking. I'm glad. Yeah. Forget my Le Mans error. Let's just talk about the 1993 Bangalore Grand Prix, shall we? The winner of the 1993 Bangalore Grand Prix sits opposite you. Thank uh, you. Very um, good. Yeah, I think it is the Formula One track. So that'll be hot and humid for the bikers, MotoGP, World Superbikes, also. Razgatliogu is still trying to track down Bautista with the three rounds to go with the Aragon. That'll be spectacular. And the amazing Aragon track. Um, NASCAR start then the next three of their uh, eliminations. So it'll be twelve going down to eight after the next three races. They start at Texas, in a one and a half mile track. I always think the one and a half mile tracks the best track I think for racing tends to bet the best race races. Uh, and BTCCCCs at Silverstone at home or on telly always a <laughs> Don't good you go off telly. Tim and Paul this weekend, okay? Yeah, but there's no there's no tire stacks, so Tim and Paul be happy. Well, you'll see so many bloody flipping track limits out of cops and, and through the complex because there's no flipping terror rising mean, They will. And I know it'll be t- I should be watching the television. You watch that camera shot looking at exiting cops. That one will be at least six cars would just shoot out to the left. And even when the racing goes on, they don't seem to penalise it because I think there are so many people doing it. They seem to find it hard. Um, so, yes, there'll be a track limit. Um, drama but I don't like the circuit anyway it's a stupid short short circuit they should put them on the international track or the full track every time yeah and that's yeah so plenty of entertainment wherever you are yeah Suzuka so Suzuka will wake up yeah Sunday morning I quite like those Grand Prix me too actually well you record them record them when you're asleep wake up Don't switch your phone on. Don't look on social media. Go downstairs with your second cup of coffee and watch it as live (laughs) at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, every time you get up on Sunday morning. And and then you've got the rest of the day to enjoy. Whereas, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon ruins your day on a Sunday in the summer. You speak for yourself. Love it. Okay, good
1: stuff. Thanks for joining, as always. We'll see you next week. If you've got any ideas, put them in the comments below.
0: Always keen to improve if we can or where we can. Cheers. Yeri, Yeri, we look forward to your Yeri, Yeri. Your English is getting worse, Yeri. Some of your sentences... Yeri, I'll no have a drink on you,
1: baby! <laughs> yeah, it's, uh...